This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. If you're on the hunt for show-stopping flavor for your thirst, skip the blah and grab a Sparkling Ice. With over 17 original flavors made with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is the anything-but-subtle bottle of tasty goodness all in on bold flavor that you can taste. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches Media presents At Betches a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders, Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana, and we've got lots of pop culture stuff to discuss. We're back from London. Um, how's everyone feeling? It's great. I feel okay. I love when you start with every week, we've got lots, lots of, pop of pop culture, culture stuff, stuff to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> like, do we even? We do. But we do. There's the Macala. Right. It's a little it's, formal. I'll you say you it every time, whether <laughs> okay, or not we have lots of pop Lon- culture stuff. London. Okay, yeah. guys. And I was just saying this to Holly earlier. Vanderpump Rules has cured my jet lag because these last two days, I could not, like my body physically just dropped into deep sleep at 9.01. I like couldn't stay past awake past nine. But because Vanderpump was on last night, I was like, I will. I didn't even make it to succession on Sunday. I was like, because Vanderpump was on, I was like, I am going to stay awake. I kept those eyeballs open and I watched the whole thing. Plus watch what happens live. Come on watch. Sunday. Wow, that's impressive. No, now. Today, yesterday. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you said on Sunday. Never well, mind. Sunday, I couldn't watch Succession. I was asleep. But I... Did you watch Vanderpump so, Jordana? I did. Or, oh, I figured did. I should be in the loop with the cool kids. And <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, and so it's healed. I'm fully healed. I've made it through a jet lag because of Vanderpump. Thank you so much, Tom and Raquel. We should just start by like knocking out all the, the coronation um, uh, gossip. Go see it. Because, you know, we were in London. We saw a bunch of coronation drink specials. Um, <laughs> Chicken. And it seems like the country is, like, ready to go. They were really excited. Yeah, there were a lot of um, barricades. And um, there were a lot of signs. There was that, like, huge <laughs> sticker. that It was not like a sticker, but it was just this giant, like, circle emblem that uh, was... Like everywhere. Like, everywhere. And like the stores, like in the glass fronts, everything was like coronation special or like King's coronation. And it was just, it felt like a fairy tale land. Like it was just funny to to be in a place where people are like celebrating like a King's coronation. You know, it's not even like a big election or anything like that. It's like a coronation. And I kept thinking of Elsa's coronation, <laughs> but um, it's coronation day, but I just, it was just such a weird, weird, plus all the taxis. It just kind of felt like this far away, foreign land, yet everybody spoke English. Like I felt like I was in a Disney movie. You know how there were so many flags everywhere? Are all those flags there all the time? Or are those, do they kick it up for the coronation? That's what I would like to know. <laughs> Anyone, any London listeners, please keep us posted. Um, if those flags are like always so prominent. We got some it. fun DMs from London listeners too. That was London great. fans. The ladies of London. The ladies. The batches of London. And apparently, so apparently Harry is flying in for one day 
at 24 hours and then flying back. Megan's not coming and uh, he's going to be back in time for Archie's big fourth day, fourth birthday bash. How exciting. And <laughs> Megan won't be there. So there won't be any body language to analyze. Which really upsets me. I really want to analyze it. And they're pretending like she's not going because of Archie's birthday or something, <laughs> right? I mean, that is that is one of the best excuses she could have. It's a good one. Well, I mean, she could have been back. Yeah, but like it's his birthday. He's old enough to understand what his birthday is and know that it's kind of prime birthday. It's kind of the prime year that you'd get hurt if your parent misses your birthday. I right, get but it. he's going to be back. But not like she could have been back. Not too. for like the whole thing and like they could have brought him birthdays. Right. They could have brought him. I think it's really the <laughs> and bigger point. his birthday there. <laughs> maybe she but, didn't want his birthday overshadowed yes. by the coronation. Right. Maybe like a, a very big birthday boy. Like he's, he's a birthday boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying maybe he's like very into his birthday and like kind of like a, you know, birthday Zilla. Oh my God. <laughs> they could have pretended that the coronation was his birthday party. But um I don't, I don't think know. the newspapers would take kindly to that. <laughs> well, they don't have to tell everybody. You know, they just tell him that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's grandpa's big day. Get your shit together. <laughs> this is this is going to be an exciting one. Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Andrea Bocelli, who we've seen Aww. on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, are, are all performing at the coronation. That, that's how he wants to be known. known. Andrea Bocelli of Real Housewives <laughs> uh, fame. <laughs> Perry to me is an interesting choice. I mean, all famous Brits naturally. Yeah, like because Orlando Bloom is British. He is British, right? I think it's just that they couldn't. Charles really is get probably a just a big fan of no. Music. They couldn't. Get, <laughs> is she going to bring her sharks? <laughs> her royal. They sharks. couldn't get Elton John. Like they're, you know, that's why don't you think Elton John would do it? I'm not. Maybe because he's still mad about Diana. Like he wrote, they were friends. He wrote. Oh, her, that's like, true. A whole song. You know. That would be weird. Then he has mm-hmm. to watch like Camilla being queened. It's so interesting because my mom and I were talking about uh, Princess Diana and Charles. And I personally feel that I've warmed up a lot more to Charles and Camilla over the years. But she still has this very intense grudge against him. Like the way he treated her. He should Your never mom? have done that. Yeah. But right. I kind of feel like <laughs> I can give him a little bit of leeway because <laughs> – he was forced – he didn't want to marry Diana. He was forced to do this. He wanted to marry Camilla. And it's not like he was, like, cheating on Diana with a million other women and, like, right. there were no – there were all these other people. He wasn't really, like – he was faithful to Camilla. In a weird way, he's more faithful, quote, unquote, than a lot of cheaters because it it's kind of like he just wanted to be with this one woman. He was trying to be with her. He stuck with her his whole life. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, love story. It is weirdly a love story, hmm. but but my mom is like hmm. my mom is like <laughs> it's just sad that Diana died. It's it's sad that she died. It's also sad that that he was forced to marry her and that she right. was kind of the victim. Like she the fact that she was forced into she was the person who had to like be sacrificed because yeah. he had to marry not Camilla. Is, re- is I think really, it's more like an indictment on the structure, I think. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could agree with that overall for sure, but I think it would have made him, I, I, and I agree 2023 Charles seems like very progressive and kind of like, if we didn't know all this shit about him, you might be like kind of a cool guy. Um, 
But I want when I, know when I see him it. now, I kind of think that. That's how he's going to be named in his coronation. King Charles, <laughs> kind of the a cool, cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> King Charles, <laughs> the kind of cool. Um, the king um, of cool. <laughs> but I kind of feel like, well, whenever I watch The Crown, I get mad at him all over again. Yes. And I kind of wish that at some point, since the Diana thing, he had come out with like some sort of statement reflecting like a real thoughtfulness on the thing and like an apology for how he acted in some stances of it instead of like not really ever addressing it really at all. And I get that that's very royal to not do that. But to me, that's the one piece that's missing to be like absolved of all the Diana drama. Because I mean, I agree, like he didn't cut, he's not the reason she died. Like, and it's very unfortunate, obviously, that that happened and he treated her pretty poorly. But I think there is there would be like a like a, I would be willing to forgive if he seemed to have like remorse for the situation. Maybe he does and he just hasn't shared it with us. I totally I totally agree with that. I do think maybe he'll be able to speak more openly once he is king if he chooses to do that. But I honestly think that the monarchy would benefit a lot from some moves of contrition because honestly, they only really exist at sort of like the behest of the public. And they, I know they bring in like a lot of tourism money and they're, you know, they make, it's a, I see why there is like a strong case for them, but there's a lot of obviously controversies around them the way, and I think Charles would sort of benefit from maybe, you know, actively enacting sort of more and like really leaning into the progressiveness. You know, I know a lot of countries don't really want to be part of the Commonwealth, like kind of letting that happen. And then maybe when like William and Kate are the monarchs, it can really be sort of a different type of thing that actually maybe like benefits the British people in a different way. Because so there's apparently this huge, just as a sidebar, because I'm going to be doing an extra, extra episode about it, which is now going to be on the sub feeds on Fridays, public feed. You don't have to pay for it. There's this huge, like, I guess, series from The Guardian where they basically like are looking into all the ways that the royal family hides their wealth and how they have way more wealth than people necessarily realize and like all the ways that they make money and just, it's really, really interesting. So I'm going to do a breakdown of that, but there's all these things that could kind of like make the monarchy fall out of favor, but you know, it's up to Charles to kind of keep them going. That's a, I mean, I'm very much excited to listen to that because I think that's a great analysis. Thank you. I'm very excited to, uh, share it with you but yeah gonna be in (laughs) we'll leave it with that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down i've been to therapy for many years and whenever i have a problem that i just can't seem to wrap my head about If I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue, come out on the other side and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. This episode of At Betches is brought to you by FrameBridge. Around our office, we have so many colorful framed art prints and photos. It creates such a fun atmosphere and gives our space that unique Betches character. I've been a longtime user of FrameBridge because anytime I want to frame something, custom framing can be so difficult and expensive, and they don't always have the sizes you want online if you want to try to frame something yourself. So then your options are to bring something to an expensive framing store or leave it in your closet collecting dust. But FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to get your special artwork and memories in frames so you can spice up your space with ease. Basically everything in my house has been framed by FrameBridge. We got our wedding photos done immediately by FrameBridge. We've hung a gallery wall. FrameBridge is truly my go-to. They make it so easy to select a frame to see how they would look online and they send you packaging so that you can send in the thing you want framed so that it won't get ruined. We all know that getting custom frames can be difficult, but FrameBridge is easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a retail store if you need some guidance. You can either upload a digital photo for them to print or mail in an item using their free secure prepaid packaging that I mentioned. Then FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or visit a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Do you guys want to talk about the Met Gala and all the outfits? Yes. Sure. We, Sammy and I had like a full intense conversation about the Met Gala or part of it. Not intense, but like. No, I'm going to let you guys really dig into it since well, you know we, the no, Met Gala no, is I'm like saying, the farthest thing from my. <laughs> no, we, we got into like about just ha- not really outfits or people or anything. It was just on um, our back for seconds show, which if you don't know what it is, Sammy and I talk about like wellness and celebrities and all of that stuff. Our, we dig in personally in our. Um, it's a subscription show. So check it out. It's on the Dice Arts Tomorrow feed. Let's just tell them specifically what we talked about. We talked about the theme being Carl Lagerfeld's A Line of Beauty and how interesting it is that knowing all the sort of fat phobic comments that he's made in the past and how he was sort of like openly hateful of people who were overweight, that sort of the glorification of thinness that was very apparent on this year's white, blue, and red carpet, especially now with you know, Ozempic being very prevalent. We talked a lot about exclusive, the exclusivity of it. So it's a very intense conversation, but here we're going to keep it intense a lot in a lighter. Good way. Like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Intense. <laughs> like, yeah. Intense, intense. Like we got into it, but it was fun. We didn't, we didn't argue or anything. No, no, no. Like, got yeah. into Like we dug deep into like the exclusivity and what it all means. It was just, it was fun. Yes. We dug deep. But so here we're going to talk about the outfits, the outfits. <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. For best and worst dress. What did you guys think? The theme I thought was silly, but um, what did you guys think? Who who is like one of your some of your best dresses? Hold on, I need to go into my save. Okay, Instagrams. I'll just go. Okay. You <laughs> okay, just my, said <laughs> my faves. Okay, Elaine's like, what was your favorite and why was it? <laughs> Anne Hathaway. I thought like the- thematically, she nailed the theme. It felt very Chanel, despite not being Chanel. Um. Even though he's designed like for Chloe, Fendi, and Chanel, I feel like everybody was trying to make it Chanel. I loved Dua Lipa. I thought she looked like a princess. Yeah. She wasn't one of my favorites, maybe because I got overexposed to her. Because she was like the fir- one of the first people. Yeah. Um, no one, I-, I was looking at the Vogue's whole, they have like a big list. No one posted pictures of Miranda Kerr, but she looked like, 
princess of Genovia. Like she looked so pretty and regal in a way. And I was like, it sort of looked like a wedding dress in a way. I was just like, if I could get remarried again, I would wear this dress. It wasn't necessarily like so on theme or anything like that special, but she just looked so stunning that I couldn't help but feel like, wow. Kerry Washington, I thought looked amazing. I loved the blazer look with the like top. Daisy Edgar Jones, did you guys see her outfit? Yes, I really liked hers. Did you? Yeah. Loved. I Okay, I hadn't actually seen Miranda Kerr. I can't believe no one posted her. I love that. Um, There was another another princessy person who wasn't, posted a lot who I liked on that note. Her name is Aaliyah Bot, and she was wearing pr- uh, Prabal Gurung. Is that how you say it? I never no. know. We should play a game where we have to pronounce <laughs> the fashion thing. Fashion I don't want to play. I don't want to no, play. No, I do want to play. I don't care if it's embarrassing. Like, you know, I, whatever. I, I told you about my traumatic A. Goldie um, <laughs> yeah, experience at the You Up Live show. <laughs> right? And that's not even like high fashion Bet. which is crazy <laughs> you're like yeah that's embarrassing this is actually no, hard. No, it's all no yeah. no it's all hard and i think that that's the problem it's like all really hard and i would love to play this game because i don't really care i'm not trying to get any of these people to dress me anyway um but yeah no i really like that one who else yeah. did you like Okay, I liked Mindy Kaling. I thought she looked like that just that silvery vibe just looked beautiful and like the cut of her the top looked just so nice. I find it really funny how all women, like the way they pose, they like sort of drape their um their elbows and then their hands like like they sort of like droop. I would their, love to learn how to wrists, do that. Yeah. And then they like touch their like just two fingers <laughs> in the middle and they just like this is how they pose like it's all just very natural and droopy but like no one stands like that in real life <laughs> well I think you notice when people don't stand like that because like Aubrey Plaza I noticed was not standing like that there was someone else who was standing sort of hands down who I thought looked a little interesting in that pose oh Margot Robbie was posing hands down okay Margot Robbie one of my I not my worst dress. No, she wasn't dressed worse. Like I thought she looked nice, but I hated the plastic. I the plastic in between her little chains. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. It was just like you could see it. I felt like it was just she was wearing a rain corset, raincoat corset. <laughs> I like didn't understand. That dress would have been so much nicer if it just had no plastic and it was just the string or those those straps. Um, I didn't love that. You know who else I didn't like the middle of their dress? Who? Olivia Wilde. Who also had someone wearing the same, the same thing, outfit. black? Yeah, she she didn't bother me so much. Um, you know who's I who I really liked Kiki Palmer. Yeah, she it looked was, really good. She looked really good. I liked Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, I think I thought I can't remember. She made me want to go gray. <laughs> oh, her um, hair gray. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can see I, you going gray. I could. Ju- I might just. Do I it. think you it's should so much, do it. I mean, I would definitely save like few hundred dollars a month like on For coloring sure. my hair because it's so gray. I think there's like a weird transition period when you're obviously when you're going gray where like until the whole thing gets gray, it's it looks a little strange. Like I don't feel ready in. yet. I don't feel ready yet, but soon. Maybe like by in the time years. I'm 37 or 38. I could see you taking up painting also. Sorry. I Okay, so you're saying that I could become my grandmother. Yes. I oh, my God. Bring on. It'll, all, it'll all come full circle to Starry Night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I honestly would love to take up painting. It's very enjoyable and very soothing. Nice I did hobby. used to paint when I was a child. Maybe I should yeah. return to you my You could be like same. a young George Bush Jr. <laughs> Minus the um, human yeah. 
the same politics as well. <laughs> but I also liked um, Quinta Brunson. She always oh, really looks really? so good. Really? I felt I didn't really like her outfit. I love her, and I feel like she always looks so good. I do love her, but it was just a dress. What about um, Kendall? Okay, I'm undecided about Kendall. Clearly, it like for this, her. Clearly, no one else could wear that. She's just so tall. It works like, for her and, and her. It was she just looked, a little circusy. Right, but it also looked like it was in, yeah, she could be a circus master in it's those clothes. It just looked like she was like a lion tamer in the circus. And in some ways I liked the costumey things because it was taking it not seriously, which I enjoy because like, fuck this, fuck that. But like, like I loved, what's his name? Jared Leto in his stupid cat suit. Like, I just thought it was he so- He was Choupette. I know. Guys, I have yeah. a question. Yeah. I thought the Kardashians weren't invited. Was I that a was rumor? confused about that too rumor, because there was a true. rumor. I mean, clearly they were there, but it wasn't true. And they were there. Kendall's starting to look a lot like Chris. I thought that was like reported as like a, a factual news article. So no. I'm very I don't um, know. confused. Okay, I guess it's not. Well, clearly, it's not true. They're all. They, maybe they so, all. They all must have. Even those who were probably planning to not attend probably went just to show that that was not true. Yeah. The thing is, is like with with Kim and all of that, like. Kim now sort of overdid herself last time to the point where anything she kind of shows up in is like, okay, whatever. But at the same time, I think it's an appropriate amount of talking about her where it's like, I don't really care. Okay, you showed up in like your Playboy outfit, like cool. All right, next. I just don't, I didn't care that much. Kylie, like, I don't really get why you're there, but cool. She, I didn't get her theme. I liked her after party dress more for the theme than, like, I loved it. More than this red number. It's good, but like whatevs. I think the Kardashians should take a break. I think it's pretty much a – I mean, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I think they've been – I think it's kind of established though right now that they're like in their flop era and they should just like bench themselves for it. That said, I am Rather excited to watch the new era. season. <laughs> it looks okay. really well, that's good. that's why they're not doing it. What um, did you think of – what did you think of um, Sydney Sweeney's outfit? I think that was one of my favorite ones. Me too. I didn't like Her the bottom. hair. Yeah, I, I didn't I love didn't the love it that. so much. I agree. Much. Oh yeah, the bottom, not great. No, but I loved her hair either. and the bow. I want to look like that every day. I thought Jenna Ortega <laughs> looked like she was being Wednesday Adams. Yeah. I think she just kind of gives like that whole like outfit. it's like what Wednesday Adams would have worn to this event. The other thing yeah. that I didn't love, like Florence Pugh debuted like her like a buzz cut, which I thought was cool. But then she wore that silly headpiece where you couldn't even see like the coolness of the buzz. And I just didn't understand what was so Carl about this headpiece. I just thought it was silly. Jessica Chastain like really disappoints me with her fashion because I'm so obsessed with her. And I just, every time I just don't like these dresses I'm, or sunglasses. She looks kind of bottom, like the dress is very bottom heavy. Not that she looks bottom heavy, but the, the way the dress is. It's it just like, doesn't feel like it flatters in a way. Like the just... All of her just beauty. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with yeah, Jessica Chastain. I know. Maybe because she went blonde instead of like kept her beautiful red locks. I know. I just, I just Zero didn't dark love beauty. it. Zero dark I, beauty. I, I hated just, Allison Williams' outfit. I didn't I was, even see I it. I didn't see that. Ugly. You know who I what thought about, was great? Who? Um, Sookie Waterhouse. Yes. I loved that. That was really pretty. Yeah, she looked very ethereal. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Sookie Waterhouse, she's in Daisy Jones, right? Yes. And Aileen, I know you said I would like it. Yeah. And I kind of do. 
Oh, um, great. I'm so glad. The music. I'm playing that stupid song from it. Like it might be my new favorite song. I feel you know, never you ever listen to a song that's like sort of like technically not good and or like from a show tune. It is and good you're like, though. And you kind of feel like you just have horrible taste, but you're it you is don't good care. Song. I feel like I feel like that's what people who like the movie Grown Ups must feel. Like I like this. It's terrible. And I don't care. Like that's, I feel like right. I have good movie taste, bad music taste, like lowbrow <laughs> music taste. Okay. Okay. Avi and I have an entire playlist that we named shitty playlist and it's all like <laughs> Nickelback and Daughtry and Creed. And no, but he, like, this is even more embarrassing. It's like the, it's like the Miley Cyrus song from Black Mirror. Yeah. That kind of shit. <laughs> it's, was, a it's a great I don't, song. Right? I don't get why uh, the show's music is bad. It's great. Everybody has great voices. It's like liking the songs from uh, They're like not Glee. a real band. Glee. They're not a real band. Who cares? <laughs> I want them to be. <laughs> I, I know didn't what understand you mean. why I couldn't go to their concert after. I was like, wait, like they're great. Maybe they'll have one. I, I don't think so. Wait, I'm still not done with people that I sorry, didn't like. Sorry, I had to just throw that out there. Florence Pugh, Lil Nas um, X, I just didn't vibe with the whole thing. Even though I do like costumes, I feel like he was trying to make it serious. Being naked, you know, when he dressed in yeah. his silver vibes. Yeah. I'm not like interested in the male fashion, to be honest. I'm just sort of like, okay, I like Jeremy you're Strong. here. <laughs> I, no- I noticed Jeremy Strong. He stuck yeah. out to me more than more than anyone else. I'll say that. What there are the- some cool men's outfits. Um, Amanda Seyfried, like, okay, looked cool, but I do not understand how it was in theme whatsoever. I think those, like, it was kind of Chanel looking, no? No, it was like Studio 54. I loved Amanda Seyfried. Thought it was, I, like, wanted to wear it myself. Be- yeah, because it was, like, kind of sexy, but not because it, like, felt Met Gala-y. Oh, yeah. I, wanna- I'm, I, don't anal- I don't analyze any of this stuff for, like, for, like, fit for <laughs> the like, theme. like, what do I want to wear? I'm just more like, would I, like, would I enjoy that outfit? Or does that, do I feel like it, it was, like, a fun? You know no, what we're- outfit I felt that about? Lily Aldridge. It was, like, this black number with kind of, like, these puffy sleeves and a giant uh-huh. pink bow on the back. Huge. <laughs> I guess I felt that way around a curve. <laughs> um, I feel that way about hers too. Men's outfits. Brian Tyree Henry had a really cool, like regal look that I thought he looked just fun. And then Jonathan Groff. Did you see his tuxedo had like pearls? I just thought it was very chic. And, oh, like, I did see that. Yes. Ben Platt, I thought it was cool. I don't think I saw him. There's he, so many people. He's wearing Ben Platt was wearing like a a it looks almost like a Chanel old-fashioned costume that like I don't know how to describe it. Here's a picture. <laughs> okay, I see it. Like I don't know. Like he could be a doorman or he could be <laughs> on the Titanic. I'm not sure. Or he could be both, a doorman Penelope on the Titanic. Cruz looked like a princess of like a queen, maybe, of some Spain, uh, far Genovia. away. Yes, yes. I I don't know if I liked the length of this dress of where it landed, but I loved, like, if you cut it from the from the waist up, she looked stunning. Like, I liked beyond. that. Um, I liked what I liked about, I didn't like Nicole Kidman's dress or like, I don't, no, me neither. I like, but I thought, I thought it was cool that she wore her, wore what she wore in the Chanel number no. five commercial, but I feel like she could have done more with makeup oh or her speaking hair. of that can you explain like is there like a is there a trendy thing where you're like re-wearing an outfit is that like cool <laughs> yes. now because no, it's like it's, sustainable it's, no it's not they're not doing it because of that they're doing that, it it's funny it's, like, I, I think it's funny also when they call it sustainable but it's it's no they're doing it because it's like iconic that's why i thought it's just because they like can't be bothered 
No, they don't have no. that outfit. Nicole Kidman doesn't like have that Own outfit. It. She borrowed it. Okay. They pulled it for her and they were like, oh, you, I bet you Anna Wintour is like, Nicole should wear her thing from the Chanel number no. five commercial. Wouldn't that be something to talk about? That's kind of like, got it. They, yeah, I didn't yeah. really love it. They pick things from different, like pur- purposely pick things so that certain people will wear certain things okay. so that Guys, it will be talking points. I think we should do a Betches Gala. We did that. <laughs> Meme Gala. Oh, yeah. No, but this is different. This is like um, with a theme every year outfit wise and just like in our office and everyone has to, but the theme is like sort of parodying the I'm Met down. Gala. The, okay, the, like first, the actual I was thinking Gala. that we'll earlier. Be the office Dundies. Yes. No, like, like, like that's our We've first, our that. first theme is the office. We literally did that. We can't come up with any new ideas. Wait, I got to tell you one more person that I was obsessed with who's okay. just like the most effortless. Who? Maude Apatow. Did you guys see her? I don't, I, I saw her, but I don't remember liking She it. just looked, she had the cutouts. I think but I didn't like it that much. Her hair, her makeup, she just looked like she belonged there in a way that like she wasn't trying too hard. She just, I don't know what it it's was. that Nepo baby glow. Exactly. What about, just, Rita, what about Rita Ora? I really liked hers. I didn't, I can't. It was a little I, bit goth. I didn't, I don't think, I think I missed it. Yeah. Dwayne Wade looked hot. I don't you remember. See? I don't remember. And okay. he and Gabrielle um, and Pedro, wait, Pedro Pascal. Also amazing outfit and shorts. He looks like I, I okay. He I, looked, I know. He stood out. Yes, and Anna Wintour has a new man. Well, they she. But I think they're. They denying said that they're that. not taped oh. together. They said they're not. Okay. And um, <laughs> also, it's so funny because the only thing I think of him is in Love Actually. Yeah, he, same, same. When he's like, "Don't buy drugs, kids. Become famous, and they'll give them to you for free." Is Anna single? <laughs> I think so. Oh my God, Pete da- Pete Davidson should should date Anna Wintour. <laughs> I, I like see weirdly it. Can't I can see, see it. it. I can see it. I feel like it could work. Are you gonna watch his new show, Bupkis? Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. You know whose outfit I really did not like? Lily Collins. I hated that it said Carl, oh, Carl. in the ugliest fucking font. Can we talk yeah. about how ugly that font was? Yeah, yeah, On the yeah. train. It was, like, it was direct. Weird. It was like way too direct, way too weird. I don't know who pulled that for her, and I don't know why she agreed to it. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And 
Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. Good. That's enough fashion. <laughs> wheelhouse. That's enough fashion that's enough for today. fashion. <laughs> okay. We have to first talk about how there was a, the trailer for that showed kind of like the post filming or the post scandal break episode. They that was leaked on an account called Not Today Neck. Um <laughs> which I don't know the person claims to like I don't know seems like they have some sort of connection. But now Bravo is like launching an investigation into who leaked it and then they they launched their own trailer which was like slightly different to promote or like to to basically like show what those episodes are. But it seems like they weren't necessarily prepared to release that. They just did it because one had been leaked. But it looks so intense. Explosive. Truly. Um, most dramatic season ever. Oh, I didn't realize that was like leaked and not a Well, there were two. Yeah. There were two. There was the leaked one and then Bravo kind of like How was it edited different? it a little. They show like slightly different things. Somebody posted a whole breakdown like frame by frame. I could forward it to you on this. <laughs> Send so it to me. I mean, I, I watched last night's episode, so I feel – and we've all watched, right? So we can mm-hmm. discuss. Yes. It was a gut-wrenching episode. I hated Tom Sandoval so much that I almost felt bad for him. Do you ever like – because I'm like, if I feel this way and I'm not like even the craziest person in America, like I can only imagine someone who's like a little bit more unhinged how they feel about him and then like <laughs> so many people feel that way about him that I hated him so much that I actually felt like pity for him because I know that everyone really, really, really hates him if I hate was, him this much. The way they I edited, didn't really feel any pity for him, no. I just the way they I, edited no, and, it. and I especially don't feel pity for him because by all accounts, he does not regret what he did at all. That's a good no. point. Like Charles. It was <laughs> I don't think no, it's very different. Are they the princess the, the Charles Princess Diana of our no, generation? They're definitely Camilla is not. Raquel. Um, I just, it was a really hard watch. And I know that they edited it to make it just very hard to watch because they kept like cutting scenes with Raquel and Tom or like talking about Raquel sleeping over with like Ariana confessional being like, I'm in my newest low (laughs) ever. And then everybody, and then knowing that everybody has this knowledge who's watching sort of this, like the jokes on her. And then, and then to add to that, to make it even worse, they even go as far as like having her, they don't even go as far as having her say, but the fact that she does say it is, is very, it's really hurts my heart when she's like, oh, you just, he just makes me, it's, I don't want to look stupid. Like the joke's on me. Like, I don't want to, you're making me look dumb. She didn't even care that Tom like didn't leave that party, which was the thing that Jack's First, I thought they were talking about Jason as in Jax, <laughs> but it no, was I think it. It's his it was band his friend. Member. Also, yeah. really weirdly specific, specific lie to be like, I was taking a shit when my ride left. Um, I was just thinking like how much that must would fuck up her trust. Like she could have just, she was willing to accept that he wasn't coming. He wasn't going to be there. And then just the way he 
if Lala wasn't there to push the matter, yeah, like I don't know. Now you can kind of see why it didn't really come but, out because but, she kind of yeah. like accepted. Yeah, I mean, his shit. But she all of was, his, yeah, turning her head away from all these signs and all of his shit. But all of his bullshit about like I was gonna break up with her. I was trying to break up with her while going to the sperm analysis thing. It just mm-hmm. shows that he's like completely full of shit. Because if you're gonna break up with someone and they wanted you to fertilize their eggs, you would be like, oh, I'm, I'm not, not going to do that. Yeah. Well, he, well, here's the thing. And like, he wasn't he saying that. But he did get it to be delayed. He didn't stop drinking. So he did get it delayed by like five but he wasn't or by explicit. three months. No, I know because he probably was like, I'm going to push it till after we stop filming or after the reunion. His plan, and this is the worst part to me, their plan was to do a Kristen 2.0. Yeah. They clearly put that plan in motion after Guy's Night at the Mondrian. That they were like, okay. Guy's Night at the Mondrian. (laughs) That's what? Well, okay. You know what? I'm going to – did you notice in the – I don't know which trailer was in. One of – either the leaked one or the non-leaked one, maybe both. That Raquel says, we always said we would never do this unless we knew it would be worth it. Don't you feel that that is something that implies longer – if there's like an, we always said like always, yeah. I think that this started as an emotional and/or casual hookup affair in season nine. I think the Rochella thing was fully something, was like something her. there was. It was clear, yeah. very clear. I think this happened like throughout COVID. It's not a coincidence and, that he was out of everybody. He was the one to like pay for the fireworks, as James says. Right, and like. If you watch the episode where he and James are planning it and you think about – he's like asking like, what was it like to ask Raquel's dad to marry her? He The things he was asking, it was so – he says – literally says, we're going to propose to Raquel. It's really sick. very sick. So I think that this – I think that what happened was like the energy she had when she was in the car in Havasu that right, was right before she – right before she um went back – because Tom had gone to be with Ariana, you know, and because of her dog. her Yeah. So she – that energy was like desperate man, male attention energy. Like she was afraid she was going to lose him to her. Possibly. But I think what happened instead was she came back and that's when they decided we're committing to each other. Or maybe she said like, I won't do this anymore if you don't commit to me or say that you're going to – And yeah, that's why walk they away. hung out at, after when she left – Right. I think that's like why she left. I think that that's why she showed up at Guy's Night. And then after that, they were like, okay, we're putting this plan in motion where I'm going to start to like talk shit about Ariana on the side and tell her that, tell her I have issues with her Mm -hmm. and basically plant the seeds for like Ariana's mental health is not good. She is, you know, we're, we're not good partners anymore. And then kind of like put it on her so that there can be a breakup. And then he and Raquel can be like comforting each other and yeah. then they can start hooking up. And sure, maybe people will accuse them, say it started sooner, but they'll just deny it. And he thinks that Raquel will be the new Ariana and that he'll I mean, continue to like grow. That's just his next plan. I mean, he clearly has no problem just bold face lying very easily. And that's it's just a very it's evident in this episode. Comfortable to watch. Like the way he's just like gets really intense. Like he gets really manic in a way when he's like really intense about Raquel. I'm so proud of you for all of that stuff when they went camping and all of her shit about these are her closest friends and 
These are the people that like, are why, here for why her. Why not just not say that? That's what I don't understand. Like, she didn't have to say that. Because at the time, I'm sure when they're filming it, it probably feels like this secret that you don't really think is going to ever be out. So she feels like maybe she's like saying these things to herself. Like she, these are lies that she wants to believe. And like, in a way, this is like how she's convincing herself that everything is what she's doing is okay because it's not out yet. But she knows she's doing it. She no, knows she's course, doing it. And she, of course. and she knows she's been doing it. And she knows that what they're trying to do, which is cut Ariana out of the picture. He probably said, you know what? We're going to look really bad if, if we don't, if I don't break up with her first. And also I am in on a house with her. We have a loan on it. I borrowed money from my mother. And if this comes out and I look really bad, we're going to be fucked with that and with the restaurant. And then, yeah. so we need to wait. We need to play it smart. And he's like trying to set her up to be the hero. You know she would have gotten the hero edit and everyone else would have looked like an asshole. And you know what else? There's also proof that they would have stood by it because they were okay with her hooking up with Schwartz. Yeah. Even though Katie was like, please do not. Katie's mom was crying to Raquel. Please do not hook up with him. And like- you just don't have the decency to not do that, even when they don't. She doesn't even like him that much. And he doesn't even like her that much. She doubles down on it in the previews for the next episode. She yeah. was like talking to Katie and she's like, I clearly feel more empathetic to Tom. Not than doing you. yourself any favors. Also, Tom, in last week's episode, because we didn't get to talk Which about Tom? that. Tom Schwartz. You get a little, I mean, you I you've seen this throughout the series, but when he's yelling at Lala, you mm-hmm. kind of like, he has this like, oh, I'm like so innocent little thing. And then when he gets like pushed in the right place, mm-hmm. he goes so far below the belt. Not a puppy anymore. Right. Where he's just like vicious. Like, and I remember him saying that kind of shit to Katie too. When, cause he's like, he's sort of like chill, chill, chill. And then you like hit the wrong thing. And he like breaks down again, the door. So mean right away. You're a great mom, Lala. You're a great mom. Like Come it was back. just like, Oh, that was so annoying. While eating the chicken wings. Uh, okay. I <laughs> have some, is so Tom Schwartz actually the worst? Are they both the worst? I don't know. <laughs> They're made for each other. I have some theories on Tom Schwartz and on Raquel. I'll start with Raquel. Raquel is, <laughs> Raquel Let's is hear pushing this whole, she's pushing this whole mental health thing, but that feels like to me a very much a cover up. But at the same time, she should be working on her mental health because Raquel very clearly has some, and rightfully, very severe trauma and abandonment issues from her childhood because she, as she said, like her adoptive mother is her aunt, basically. And add the, right. add the pageant, pageant culture to that. Right. And she talks about that. And mm-hmm. in pageant culture, she's used to this world of like, we openly, I openly compete with other women on my looks and like being cooler and it's okay. And it's just like part of the game. And that's what she's like groomed to be doing. Even she like clarified that like she was a speech pathologist or she wanted to be a speech, an occupational therapist because she said that like the first time she did a pageant and now she just had to like stick to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It also shows like, I think the pageantry thing also like is like a world of like more naivete. And also competition with, with women over like superficial things. Yeah. And then when it comes to Schwartz, I think that he is, I think Schwartz might be, have been really verbally abusive to Katie in their relationship. You see that. I mean, she's also verbally abusive to him. So I'll give, I'll give him that. They're both verbally abusive, but I think he's worse. The whirlwind. I think he's worse and he doesn't have like regret about it. And I completely agree that he hides behind his little innocent act. Apparently Schwartz is, 
the real reason that I've read that Schwartz's dad did not come to their wedding is because he and his mom were like unable to be in the same room because of some sort of restraining order and that he had been potentially abusive to her, allegedly. The dad. So the dad. And I think that there's something like, I think Schwartz kind of got plucked out of a very random non-West Hollywood background. And because of his sort of like good looks and charm. Minnesota or something? No, he's from Florida. Oh, (laughs) never mind. Sorry. Sorry to our Floridian la- uh, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> the fact that he, but he he's not from like Miami or, you know, like yeah. a new develop, you know, he's I think that he kind of got like plucked from a very different world and he because he was dating Katie. Yeah, but here's the thing. People who have like normal like childhoods and like just everything is normal are not gonna be good reality TV for 10 years. Like that's just the That's true. Like you're got you have to have something. Good point. Do you think he was even such good reality TV or... Yeah, he he gets progressively just more and more, like, intriguing to watch since the beginning. Remember, First two seasons, he's not really on it. He's not even on it until all of a sudden, Katie finds out that he may have, like, cheated on her. And then that's also how he becomes... Right, and he had a panic attack on her. Yeah, and then he threw a fucking drink on her, like, the beginning of them dating, like wild stuff. Tom is the Katie Heron of <laughs> of uh, Vanderpump Rules. He tries to pretend like he's all innocent. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. To add about Raquel, though, when she talks about her, like, that also that conversation with James, all of these scenes. Why did she have that conversation with James? Like, you're literally. How she talks about this is like, and then like also cut with, edited with those pageant things, the the pageant topic in her confessional saying like, I had to be perfect. I had to like, I really cared about my reputation, reputation, but now I don't have to. And this is the real me. And like all, like all of these conversations seem like 
there's no way all of this isn't scripted or something. Like, how is this actually happening in a way that feels very um, satisfying? I don't, I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, like, satisfying to the, to the scandal. Like, it just is, is, is weird. Not that I'm, like, saying conspiracy, but I just, it's just a I little think, bit too satisfying, you know? Here's, here's, here's what I think they were trying to do. I think they were trying to be almost like, if we're going to be so obvious about it and so suspicious, it can't be true. I think they played it like, we're going to be so uncareful that it's beyond suspicion because who, if they were really doing something, would be this clumsy about it? I mean, the whole like cover up about her sleeping there. Raquel dipped out. They were trying to, <laughs> oh my down. God, say she dipped, dipped out. out. She dipped Dude, out. Dude, what is dipped out even? I think he was trying to be vague and have people yeah. interpret dipped out as like she left. She left. But, but also really, what she he left meant, the jacuzzi. <laughs> right. I think he was purposely being vague. And you can kind of see that he does this kind of shit all the time. Mm-hmm. What about when he was, what about when, when, Lala was like, well, you, Jason was at the party and he asked you if you want to leave and you said no. He was like, oh, dude, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> dude, yeah. dude. And Lisa's like, you're That's not, what liars not, dude. do. That's what yeah. liars do. They let, they, they don't say anything so that you can like, you fill the space. You fill and he also blanks. thinks he's like the smartest person in the room. I know. And you can see that whenever anyone challenges him. He's I'm really sure. a fucking moron. <laughs> I watched... A, an episode last season. Well, that's why it's so funny to watch because you're like, okay, you know he's going to get his. So it yeah. feels like, okay. Okay, but even go back to like season nine when he and and Tom are decorating Schwartz and Sandy's. Yeah. These fucking morons <laughs> spent, they like, they're, they, their budget, it's a budget, obviously. Tom Schwartz is like, we really need these $1,700 lamps. I got it. We, you know, we got, it, it's all about attention to detail. And Greg is like, you don't, need $1,700 lamps. No one knows they're $1,700. You're, you're going to fuck up the budget. And then yeah. Mr. Attention to Detail draws out their Schwartz and Sandy sign and he spells Schwartz with an S, with an S at the end. <laughs> Schwartz, yeah, his best your best friend. friend's last name. You've signed the name of your bar. The name of your bar. But also like this man, yeah. you've signed legal documents with his name on it. For right. It'd be like ten if you, years if you wrote out a sign for us and you wrote like bitches, <laughs> yes, or or bitches with a Z, <laughs> yeah. Or if I spell your name like Aileen, like with an I, A L E N E, you know. No, but what it's mean? worse <laughs> because it's his business's name. So but it wasn't. Like, but it's his. It's new business. So it's like, just yeah. No, it's just is... it's just wild. The man is delusional, uh-huh. but or he's just so like his defense mechanism is so strong because he's so messed up. That it's just, it's really wild. You're right, like, about how messy they are, too, though. Like, even when, just going back to the cover-up where he was, in the confessional, he said, she, he slipped and goes, she slept in my bed. And then he's like, oh, my my room, my guest room. And then we know their story was that she slept on the couch. Clearly, they said that. But then in another conversation, he said they slept in the guest room. And Ariana was like, yeah, sure, that's what they did. It was just no, but do you notice how they get Ariana to be like, you don't have to sleep on the couch? Of course, you sleep in the guest room. Like they get yeah, her, like get her to like go with the story so that she doesn't look stupid. I think that's her thing. She doesn't want to look stupid. But also, you know that on the side, Tom, you know that Tom is doing work off camera where he's like, 
oh, they're so mean to Raquel, like Katie and, and they're all, they're all mm-hmm. ganging up on Raquel. So they, he makes it about like, that's why I think it's so critical that he spends so much time vilifying Katie throughout the season because he needs to make it like Katie's just out for Raquel because- He's always hated Katie though too. He has always hated Katie because she was the only like competition for Schwartz's attention and he needs a minion to mm-hmm. be his person. He needs someone to worship him and follow him because Ariana doesn't do that maybe enough. And anymore. Definitely not anymore. But he need he basically needed to make this Schwartz Raquel thing happen so that he would have a reason to vilify Katie and then make her look bad in Ariana's eyes and just make make Ariana more sympathetic to Raquel. The um I want to bring up two things. One thing the produ- okay, well, I'll say one first thing is that the Ken scene I thought was the weirdest scene and so obviously produced when right. he was like, Oh, can you believe it? <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Ken dipped and then Ken out. Leaves, and then Ken leaves. Ken is what I would imagine dipping out was mean, where he just says the thing and then leaves immediately. That literally never like that wasn't real. Like that was a staged thing. But then that got a lot of people being like, okay, what the fuck? Like, this is so produced then. And then a producer was like, responded to all of that. And he's saying like, I swear to you, which I mean, people say that. I swear to you, like, yes, we got like hints. We kind of felt like maybe there was something up, but we didn't, we found out with everybody else. Like we didn't. I mean, it's part of the storyline. Exactly. So clearly they had hints. The hints are not like, oh, everyone secretly knew and it wasn't on camera. Like, yeah, they the hints led, are cl- It's part of the story. They led the questions of all of the confessionals. Like, they have to ask them questions for them to answer. Like, have you ever hooked up with Raquel? And obviously, that's like one of them that Tom could not answer well. Okay. My theory on the producers is that maybe certain individual ones of them knew and it was like being whispered, but it was not like official producer company policy, if you will. You know, like it was never sort of announced. It was almost like a rumor slash fact that individual people on the production team had established. But I think because it was never, like I said, like official storyline, I think that basically what they all sort of collectively decided is like, we're just going to let it play out because that is how – they probably wanted Good them. Move. They probably thought it would be much more interesting rather than to produce it. It's like, let let these characters think that, let Sandoval and Schwartz, Tom Sandoval, like let him think that he is producing I mean, this storyline with Schwartz and Raquel, but let's just like let it play out and it'll be so much more interesting when the cast members figure it out themselves. And then we'll be ready to pick up cameras when that happens. And it just got a lot more like buzz in real life. Like- so the much way, more anticipation was built. But it really did come out at the perfect time because they had enough time to shoot before the reunion, prepare for the reunion, and then... I think that that's part of why know. people are like, oh, this is a little bit too perfect. Like, it's a little bit too... Aliens like, and by people, I mean me. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> it, is, it is a little perfect. It is a little sus. I'm not claiming... It's totally sus. It is a little sus. And it doesn't help. That scene with Ken did not help. What I think happened there is because Lisa did find that out because of totally. Raquel coming in yeah, late. Lisa and then he probably, Ken. Lisa said, bring it up. Bring Lisa probably said, bring it up while Katie's here. I don't want to be the one to say it because it'll look like I'm meddling. 
Right. Yeah, We're I know. But shit. it looks even worse because Ken is not a good actor. I think that Lisa knew from the beginning. She knows these people. She's known them for 10 years, same as the producers. So I think that they know when someone is acting differently than they did or like someone like feels a, diff- a vibe that feels familiar to a time when there's cheating happening, like Lala, who was like, this is exactly how Tom I mean, was Lala talking looks- about Ariana. She does look quite smart. She she's like, I could tell. And I think that Lisa sniffed it out way before. Like you could tell she was onto them in that scene when the three of them were sitting on that couch. I think as soon as they they committed to each other post Boys Night at the Mondrian, I think that's when they they kind of were like, we they got sloppy. I honestly think Raquel particularly got sloppy because she I think Tom got like brazen and Raquel got sloppy because she wanted it out. I think she thought that she could like speed it up. She was impatient. She thought that like Tom's plan would, you know, take too long. It was making her. It sounds like she was trying to, in the preview for next week, it sounds like she's trying to get like um, Ariana to break up with him by like saying like, shouldn't you want to have sex with your boyfriend? Like, Oh, that's so brutal. One more thing. I just think, I think it's very interesting that uh, what the fuck is James's girlfriend's name? Allie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her strategy of whenever James is just doing something that she doesn't agree with, she literally just leaves. Like it's funny because she's like mm-hmm. the Mer- like Meredith Marks. Like I disengage. Like she is actually like a literal disengager. Like when he's doing something insane, she literally will just leave. She like doesn't say anything. She just gets up and she walks I away. I didn't like when she was like, nobody wants to see you acting like stupid, making a fool of yourself. Like the way she called him out a little bit too harshly. In front of everyone. I didn't love it. I think he needs that, though. No, I know, but... He does seem to, like... His, especially when, when his relationship with Raquel, like, he was just, like, literally, like, the only one speaking and calling all the shots. No, like, he does need someone to, like, tell like tell him he's fucked up. I think she also doesn't want to look like an idiot, to be honest. I think that's what drives her. Is like, she's trying to basically, like, don't, like, don't embarrass me. Stupid. Don't I'm embarrass with you. me. Yeah. Right. No, I completely agree with that. She's very aware of that. Very. And she's coming off because he apologizes for embarrassing her. But also, she's right. Like, he doesn't need to throw a drink. It's also, like, embarrassing for her. It's about his ex fiance. That wasn't in response to that. It was a response to him going, ah, because he got like 151, which is actually water in his eye. It was (laughs) Schwartz. Okay. Sandoval is the one who said it was 151. It was Sandoval who said that. But he still freaked out. Wait, so is the finale next week? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm no, not sure. Like I think there's two more. Okay. okay. I but, think we should yeah. send um, Schwartz to the Caymans. Why Schwartz and not Raquel? I feel like we've already sent Raquel. Did I we? think Raquel was like, We've never really, sent Raquel. We've was only rough sent in this episode. Okay, in, fine. In her, oh. in her friendship talking things about how she's just, this is the closest group she's ever had. Crying, getting a hug from, <laughs> just, it was really so hard to watch. Okay, that's rough. fair. Fine. We'll send I feel like out. she's, her mask is slipping in this episode. Totally. My face during the entire episode was like, you know that emoji with the, the teeth? It's like, eee. Yeah. Like, that was my face the whole, every single scene, there was something cringy and awkward and like, please don't make me keep watching it. But yes, I'm going to keep watching. Like that was the whole episode. It was a rough one. Okay, who's going to the Caymans? Oh yeah, Raquel. Raquel. Okay, bye Raquel. Bye-bye. Guys, I have to say, you know, I read all the reviews. People are fucking loving your succession reviews. They are obsessed with them. Yeah, people love them. I, you know, as you know, I'm 
a, a succession half watcher. So <laughs> you're a fair um, weather fan, but I see so many that some, I wait all day on Monday for the succession recaps. I can't get enough of these episodes, loving the succession recaps, looking forward to them every Monday. It's me. I'm the half watcher. Thankfully, these recaps provide all the details I need to refute my husband's claim that I'm on my phone, not paying attention. Love the succession breakdowns. Six, like so many of them. Oh my so gosh. If you guys haven't listened yet to the succession recaps and you're obsessed with succession, like Sammy <laughs> and Elena are, but not me, check it out because I was very proud of you guys to read those reviews. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I don't even know which one we should, we but should there bring is a really, the, This is a really funny one. You, I could read you, it. You pick, yeah. Um, but it's not a succession one. It's a general one. Okay. She leaves the heart hands emoji and she says, so, so, so we're, oh, by the way, anybody who's wondering while we're reading reviews, we are hypothetically sending a reviewer. This is not real, but we can pretend it's real to um, the Cayman's first class, not economy plus. And you're going to have a first class hypothetical trip in your dreams. Okay. This one gives us five stars and says the only podcast that will discuss the possibility of Obama hooking up with Taylor Swift. This is what we need. So good. And love the succession recaps too. Um, I just you know, loved it because it just was funny. <laughs> nothing's too out of the box for the app Betches podcast. We just, this is what happens in our brains. We just have to... Um, just let it all out. So yeah. thank you. Thank you guys. Um, and that's it for this week's at Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow me at Sammy. And I'm at Aileen. Guys, if you love the show, if you want to be called out on next week's episode for a good review, because we love them, we read them, please go leave that on the feed right now. Give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the show, whether it's following or whatever on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Sparkling Ice. Bold, unforgettable, and a tall glass of much more than water. Sparkling Ice is the anything but subtle bottle of tasty goodness made with an anti-soda attitude and more antioxidants. With over 17 original flavors, fizzing with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is all in on bold flavor that you can taste. Pick one up and put the ah back in your day. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches.